Welcome to another episode of Eat, Chit, and Dice, a fortnightly podcast about board games and sometimes food. What's this week's episode about, Jared? It's called Tales from Roleplay. So as you can guess, we're going to talk about role-playing games as a little change up from what we normally talk about. Well, we're not really talking about role-playing games. We're, we're telling stories about <laughs> stories. the times that we've played role-playing games. Right. So th- this episode, we're, we're just doing something a little goofy here um, because... Because we want to. We, you know... I mean, still games. People, uh, here's the deal, right? Everybody that's ever talked to us about what they like about the podcast, they're like, I love when you guys just go off on tangents and tell dumb stories that don't relate to what you're talking about. <laughs> so we're going to do a whole episode about that, but about role-playing games. And then right. maybe a little bit of seriousness at the end. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, we're just going to we're just gonna go off, off the book a little bit and talk about role-playing. Not to mention most board gamers, at least most of them, got their start somewhere um, with role-playing games. I don't know if I'd say most, but I would a say a, 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 there's a fair number of them, yes. Yeah. Yes. And there's a fair number that still play role-playing games. Yeah. So Like, technically us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Mean, I yeah, we, we both got our start with role-playing games, didn't we? Or did you play... Technically, I would say yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, I got my jump start back into playing games by playing role-playing games, which we'll talk about. So, okay, yes. yeah. So, uh, this is, sorry, I'm going to change something here because that's the correct. <laughs> um, so, uh, first oh, of all. Oh, yeah, because they, yeah. Yeah, because it's different. They keep changing um, it. We're going to talk about the difference between role-playing and role-playing. Now, I realize that doesn't work on a microphone. R-O-L-L play or R-O-L-E play. So I think everybody has probably played with a group or a member of a group that was like, I'm going to make my character based on numbers, not like I want to make a character. And then after I've made the character figure out what its stats are, they're just, you know, like, okay, all right, I'm going to max out my stats. I'm going to min max. Right. And some systems support that other than better than other systems as well. Like some games yeah. support that better than other games. And I will admit upfront, I am guilty of doing this. I used to do this <laughs> in vampire all the time. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to take dark secret and, uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to tell you right now. I hate characters that do this. Right. Uh, I, I, so I you take, you take dark secret this. and then you take that. You can't remember what your dark secret is. Oh God. So like you have to specify okay, what that, it is. Dark secret does not exist anymore, by the way. In, in <laughs> well, good because it was 100% stupid. abusable. It was totally, I mean, I, it might still exist as a merit. Um, I'd have to, if there's so many merits now, it's ridiculous, but it's, it's, I mean, I, uh, I will play vampire again under very specific circumstances. But if you were like, hey, do you want to play in a vampire game, Um, which which you have, you have asked me that. And I said, no, not really. Um, Have I asked you that? I I don't even remember. Yeah. So John D is part of an online like play by post forum. It's a forum based um, world of darkness version um, version two, because there's there's new world of darkness version one. Vampire the Requiem, Werewolf, The Forsaken, all those, um, version one, and now there's um, version two, and ours is version two. But um, yeah, you, you were like, you know, if you ever want to play that, just let me know. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. But your girlfriend is going to give it a, That's fine. Give it a go. Yeah, she's allowed. She can do whatever well, no, she I'm wants. Just, I'm, I wasn't telling you because <laughs> it, it's, no, I was just saying, but. I, w- I was just stating the fact that she's going to give it a try. Yeah. yeah. But so, yeah. Anyway, that's interesting. Yeah. So your problem is with players that Min make. Max. Yeah. They make their characters based on numbers. Well, I would say like a lot with, of my like players no personality don't, and stuff. A lot of my. I mean. Yeah. Or that even if, even if we get some players, not necessarily we like I've seen some players that they, they might have a personality in mind. But then when they put their character sheet together, they're, they get this idea that the dots on the paper necessarily have to be three and four oh, dots. Yeah. And we, I, I try to explain now when people have me, for those of you that haven't played the world of darkness, um, when you look at a character sheet, character there's, building is real weird. It's, yeah, if you've so, only played D and D, you're going to look at a vampire character sheet and be, and be like, like, what, what is the this? heck is so this? So there's between one and four dots. It's um, a scantron. You, you fill in your scantron yeah. and then you put it in the machine. Yeah. So, <laughs> When you when you look at a character sheet, there is. What did you, John D? What answer did you get for obfuscate? Uh, did you get A, B, or C? <laughs> 
It, well, obfuscate is a is a, a. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm making I'm making dumb jokes here. Just go, can't continue. Please continue. Uh, well, see now you threw me you threw me all off and okay. And anyway, there there are dots on the sheet. You can have anywhere between one and five dots, and basically five five dots would be like the it's most. It's how many d10s you. Like you're, it, you're would, building yeah, a dice pool. It, it, that would be how many d10s you get to roll. You would combine two of those, like an attribute, which would be your basic, like athletics or, or basically it's how many, it's how many dice you get to roll. And between one and five, one would be just your very base. And five would be like the most amazing, like super, like professional, like person ever. So, to be fair, like, and, and, and any type of, type of storyteller running a game is probably going to be interpreted differently. But when I look at it, there's very few players that I'm going to let a five, like, going to let a, a five go by. I'm, you are really going to have to explain. There, there better be a good reason why you have that. Yeah. Like, it, you know, if you have a character and you have, like, okay, let's just, for example, say you have a really high drive skill. And you say, oh, before I was a vampire, I was I, I raced cars for a living, like professionally. And I'm still probably only sure. going to let you have a four. on. Sure. That. I, I can understand you having a high drive skill. But if you're just like, well, you know, I was building my character and I saw that I had an extra point. So I. <laughs> right. Like, honestly, if you're a professional race car driver, I'm probably still only going to let you have a four. On How that. do you what do you consider a five then? Um, How would, what would you consider to be a five? Mike Tyson might be a four, maybe a five in driving. No, not in driving. <laughs> no, not in driving. Um, so you're telling me Danica Patrick, the only NASCAR name that I know. She maybe would be a f- maybe a five. OK, maybe. What What about the Stig? I the oh, from, you know, Top Gear. I f- four. Four. Yeah. No, no, no. I I disagree. He's a five. He's a mm-hmm. six. I give him a Jeremy. No Jeremy six. Clarkskin. Clarkskin. Jeremy Clarkson can have like a four. But the, you get this. You give the stick a higher round. Well, and I get really twitchy about fours even like I get a lot. Of, OK, like I, I've 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 seen people playing like a 20 year old or even like a 19 year old character try to like pass a four by me. And be like, well, he's been training for two years and okay. fighting, and well, I want to have t- this. Let me four. talk to you about how you become a, a professional at something. You don't spend two years doing no, it. No, <laughs> you don't. Like you spend like ten years doing right? it. Right? <laughs> and he's like, well, I, I mean, I recently okay, if had somebody. If, it, do if you're that. a twenty-year-old, but you've been a vampire for like four hundred years, sure, give sure. yourself whatever stats you want. I don't care. Sure. But if like, you're like, I was turned last week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and, and it's a lot easier in vampire than if you're a mortal, if you're a mortal. Yes. It, it, it's a lot easier in vampire to justify those higher, high ne- higher number of dots in skills. Right. Because you can just say I was I was I'm turned. Like 500 yeah, years old. I was turned a really long time um, ago. And it's I've a been lot doing easier. This. And even then, like I am that I'm really, really um, big on balance. Like if you're going to have one or two skills at four, you better have some mm. low skills as well, because I'm not going to let you have a ton of really high skills. So that's that's 100 percent fair. Yeah. I think I've played way more D&D than than anything. And I've played way more world. Like, yeah. um, if we're talking like favorite systems, clearly I'm a storyteller D10 type system. Well, um, one of my favorite systems is not a system that I've played very much of. I just like the way that it works. Um, the, the fate core system. I'm not. That uses I've fudge dice. At it. it does look pretty cool. I really like the system. It, it's it's almost entirely story driven like there's rolling dice but a lot of it is like okay you're in a fight what do you do in D? you look at your skills and say what do i have that i can use in fate it's more like okay let me think about this like an action movie if i'm in a fight uh, you know the action hero would look around he would see a pile of rubble on the ground oh there's a steel pipe in that he's mm-hmm. gonna pick it up mm-hmm so you use your surroundings. You're like, OK, I'm going to use this scene bonus to get a plus two to the roll because oh, I see this cool. pipe and I'm going to attack with that pipe. That's so cool. it's, it's like 100 percent story driven, not just like, OK, you're in a dungeon. And there's well, see, I monster. would argue that 
there's a bit of that in World of Darkness. As there well. is. It, World of Darkness has more story. It, I mean, unless, well, that's why they would call it a storytelling. System. Unless you're playing it with the group that I played it with, <laughs> where we did dumb things. Let me. Uh, okay. Do you want to do you want to tell a dumb story about one of your characters, or do you want me to tell a dumb story about one of my characters? Um, my, I have a go, way bigger list have, here. Well, I mean, I have a lot of a lot of. A lot more of my stories are just dumb things where other people were trying to ruin settings I came oh, up with. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have some dumb stories too, but you probably have a lot more oh, because yeah. you like to, you do a lot of dumb things anyway. We, yeah. Um, yeah. You're the master at BSing things. Yeah, of course. So, well, anytime we would play a role playing game, I'd be like, you know, this is supposed to be fun. Well, you're, you're, um, motto at gaming in general is any game could be a role-playing game yeah. if you try hard enough <laughs> yes um by the way you can get a t-shirt that says that if you go to our store yes so which, which i don't remember the url well but there's a link on our website and, and there's also the a link, shopping cart there's a link on our facebook page as great well. so well, you can get that t-shirt. since i was since we've been talking so much about vampire um i had a character named big steve of course who you did looked exactly like exhibit except he was like eight foot tall and huge buff, huge build guy. I don't remember what clan he was. I'm going to guess this was old. This is like masquerade yeah, it was, days. It was VTM. Was he yeah. like a Bruja? I think he was. Bruja. Yeah, I think he was. Or some people call it Bruja. I don't, you know, I don't. Basically whatever. anybody that hasn't played, that's like the fighter. Yeah. It, the, the, the big buff. So old, so old vampire basically was like the Hollywood stereotype. Yes. Vampire. Oh, well, for a lot of the clans, they took different different types of movie vampires and said, okay, this is that, this is that like Nosferatu, the movie Nosferatu. Right. If you're, if you're an old creepy gross vampire with no nose, they just kind of boil them down. There's only like five now. Yeah. There's only five now. They just kind of boil them down even more. Well, so big Steve looked like exhibit. He, (laughs) except he was buff. Um, (laughs) he, Oh my God. Just the, the, he was a really dumb character. And when I say dumb, I mean like he was stupid because he was a big, he was a brawler. He wasn't supposed to be smart. So he had answered, we were invading some mansion. I don't remember exactly what was going on, but um, the phone rang and he answered the phone and it was like a code word. And it said like the blackbird cause at midnight. <laughs> and I don't remember what his response to that was, but it was the first thing that I thought of as me as a player. And it was, there was supposed to be some kind of coded response to that. We blew it. We totally blew it. <laughs> we totally blew everything that happened in that. And the, the the pinnacle of that campaign, two things happened. One, we had a driver that we, we were turning. I don't remember what the driver's name was, but we let my friend play that character one time. And he had some vampire powers because he wasn't quite full vampire, but he, he had sort of started being turned so he could make himself invisible. So we were at this club. And we were seducing girls to, you know, because vampires often will seduce women and then drain them of their blood. That's kind of what the game is. So he was like, hey. or that's what a lot of players decided. Yes, the game is. Yes. So. so like he was like, all right, well, I'm going to take this girl in the bathroom and I'm going to drain her of the blood, but I'm going to show her a cool trick. And he goes, hey, baby, check this out. Snaps his fingers and turns invisible. Uh, of course, <laughs> because that's what players think is fun. The so. prime rule of being a vampire is not to do that. Do not reveal yourself as a vampire. I mean, that's what the masquerade. It's like the first rule in, in old do vampire and new vampire. It's like, do not break the masquerade. So, you know, we, that was problem number one. And it culminated in us, him driving a car. We had a stretch SUV limo <laughs> with a moonroof. Oh, my God. The rest of the vampire clans were after us because we we broke the primary rule of being a vampire. And we had so a did shootout. anybody else but this girl see you do it? Oh, the whole club knew. The whole club oh my knew. God. So we're because he was like, I'm going to take this girl to the vampire. I'm going to impress her or take her to the bathroom to drain her. And he was like, just in full view. Oh my so God. Big Steve is standing in the limo, half in the limo, half out of the sunroof, shooting his guns as the limo is driving. We ended up like breaking down in front of the police station and which is a great place to have a fight, by the way, yeah, <laughs> as fantastic. a vampire, just these people flying around doing cr- crazy stuff with shadows, throwing parts of the car. <sighs> you know, John, I know you won't listen to this. I might link you to this, but I wish we would have explained the rules to you. <laughs> <laughs> that might have helped. Because, hey, baby, check this out. Became a catchphrase from then on. <laughs> So, um, in one of the, in, in, in the, 
first vampire campaign that I ever ran. It was right after Vampire the Requiem was launched. So it's basically when World of Darkness killed uh, Vampire the Masquerade and relaunched the entire line with Vampire the Requiem. I don't actually know what year that was, like 2004? 2004, I believe. Okay. 2004, 2005, something. Okay. It, was, it was right around there. I mean, so, we could look it up, but, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, it was, it was a while back. Um, so myself and a friend of mine decided to run. We ran a pretty big game. Um, we were running it at our local, at the local gaming store, and we had like 14 players. So it was, it, for anybody that's ever tried to run a role-playing game, it's pretty hard to keep even like five or six players all together so we had like 14 players and so we ended up having to bring like a third like side side storyteller in to handle players that were like i'm gonna go over here and do this other thing they're not called dms in in that game they're They're called called storytellers yeah but anyway i was thought vampire wrangler would have been a better it felt like that seriously (laughs) but we um you know we always we had a lot of players i mean a lot of silly things would go on. And one of my favorite. What role players doing silly things? Yeah. yeah. No. One of my favorite things like the like NPC type characters. And for people that don't play role playing games, NPC is non player character. character. Um, those are the, the characters that the storytellers or DMs that sometimes become player characters, if they're, <laughs> I, which I'll I'll get to. Yeah. So one of my favorite characters that we created um, basically that was just fun for us. We have, there's two, which I will talk about late. The other one I'll talk about, but was this guy, I don't even remember the character's name now. I'll just call him Steve. Cause it was something, but like not that. big Steve, not big Steve. Um, it was this vampire. I believe he was Deva, which is just kind of your, the, the, the fancy boys. Yeah. The fancy boys. Um, <laughs> he thought that he was in a LARP. He did not realize that he was really a vampire. Wait, wait, Which wait, is a wait, live wait, action wait, wait. role play. Wait, 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 wait. Did he take when he built his character? He took like no. This was an NPC. Oh, okay. So okay, he I, was he was the storyteller. He was. I thought you were talking about Chris, but okay. Um, no, this wasn't because Chris wasn't the other storyteller. Oh, okay, okay. So we um we this was just a fun character we we created for ourselves that. Um, so wait, he had been turned. He'd been turned, but he, but he didn't was, realize that no, it was real. Like, what he did he think was, was happening? Fake. How long ago was he turned? Um, he was fairly he was fairly new. Like yesterday, because no. if he was like, well, time to go to time to go to school and work. Oh no, the sun hurts. Oh no. <laughs> well, I've he was dusted. basically he was basically being taken care of by the other vampires. Oh, okay. Okay. So they were babying him. Um, he'd been he'd been basically been adopted by by the clan, and they were babying him, and he thought he was in a giant LARP. So. <laughs> Okay. It was, okay. He, was, he was just fun. I mean, I have some problems with this story. Well, no, it was dumb. It was real dumb. It's, yeah, it is. But that's <laughs> was, the point. That's what we're doing. Dumb. We're telling dumb stories. Yeah, it was real dumb. And basically, he was just created for the fun of us. Um, because anytime he was around, it would he would cause like complete ridiculousness for the players. And he would always cause problems. There were some werewolf issues in town. And he would always cause issues with the werewolves. Um, he pantsed one one time because he thought that it was a LARP. So he pants a werewolf and that caused some some real issues with the oh, local geez. werewolf population, um, as you can well, imagine. Yeah, because uh, here's here's the deal. Um, Vampires and werewolves they, do not. They get do along. not. They no. do not. I don't know what you've seen on True Blood, but they do. By not. the way, I just want to point out, prove me wrong. I would love to see someone prove me wrong here. The people that wrote. Oh, True they Blood, totally stole. They they were just like, hey, uh, you remember that like 10 years ago when we played Vampire the Masquerade? Let's, get, let's just let's make this into a television like, show. I've never watched the show. I mean, I've seen a couple episodes of it, but like even just, you know, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, you still kind of know well, what's True happening Blood in Game of Thrones. Based on some books, and I'm pretty sure she was probably yeah. real big into like just what I know from pop culture about True Blood. I'm like, oh. Huh, I played a, a vampire campaign that was that storyline one time. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the author was probably super big into World uh, of yeah, Darkness. Yeah. Because um, she was just like, hey, what would happen if um, these people like came out and told everybody that, like, if they broke the masquerade and told everybody they existed? Oh, wait, this character is a mage. This character is a, uh, what was the fairy a, one? There's a fae, yeah. yeah. Like, one of the main characters, uh, half fairy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's just, but it's yeah, just vampires and werewolves do not get along. No. And, um, this, this guy pants to werewolf cause he thought it was, 
thought it was all to fake. be fair though if a vampire did that it would be pretty funny it would be hilarious so and it was like super hilarious Jeez. so that was one of my, that was a really um fun fun npc that that i made one time i think i think his name was like steve or something real stupid so you know there's a lot of games that i've played in that have had of steve there was uh one of my friends made a character called steve Frycook. steve Frycook. I'll, t- I'll tell you about another really fun character, but it's your turn to tell. Oh, I made a character called Carrie. She had no last name because she was a street urchin. Um, through the course of the game, she faked her way into being the heir, or I guess heiress, to this multi-billionaire. And another player was playing a vampire named Chang. It was Chinese. We called him Chinese Chang. I realize that's probably a little bit <laughs> insensitive. A little but, bit insensitive. Um, but for some reason, he wanted to go to space. So Carrie, who then took the last name Prester after the person that she took the billions of dollars from, um, decided to fund that and funded a space program. I think we had recently we we used to watch bad movies all the time. And there's a movie from the 90s that has William Shatner in it called Life Force. No, not William Shatner. Sorry, it has. Um, the other Patrick Stewart, the Patrick Stewart, other, the other, the other, the other enterprise. Uh, it's a terrible movie. It's really bad, but it's about space vampires. So I think that's why we did that. Fantastic. Yeah. A lot of the characters I've created in the past have been NPCs and um, another NPC that I created. Um, and this one was created because of a actual player character. Um, one of the player characters in a campaign of another vampire campaign that I ran um, the character was playing a, um, insane vampire. Yeah. Malkavian. Yes. Mm-hmm. And see, I've played VTM. I know yes. what's up. <laughs> yeah. So he was playing a Malkavian and he wanted to have like an invisible or a, what he, an invisible bunny. Oh, so the, okay. So here's the deal with Malkavian. Malkavians, bleh. Malkavians are crazy. Yeah. Um, what would be a good movie vampire to compare them to? I don't know. Yeah, I can't really think of one right now, but they th- they're crazy. The I guess they're, the story I mean, they can have any kind of crazy mm-hmm. that they want. The, the story is like what the the oldest Malkavian was like mentally unstable and he passed that passed that passed derangement that, yes, on passed the mental illness on in his bloodstream. Yeah, which, yes, I realize that's not how it works in real life, but like, you know, it, it's yeah, it's in, pretend in, in old vampire. That's how it worked. So, yeah, you'd be like, OK, I'm a crazy person. Um but I'm a vampire. I'm going to bite this guy, turn him into a vampire. He wasn't crazy, but now he's got crazy blood in him. Right. Like Charlie Sheen. I mean, they tended to pick like people that had a predilection Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. insanity anyway, but not always. Um, I think that's what Carrie was. (laughs) So anyway, this particular character, and I don't remember the player character's name right now, but he wanted his character to have like, he wanted to have this invisible or only seen by him um, bunny rabbit that talked to him and told him things that he should do or whatever. And the bunny's name was Timmy. Oh, um, okay. And that's why you wrote Timmy the bunny. Here. That's why I wrote Timmy the bunny. Okay, I was wondering about that. But Chris and I, the other, the other person that ran the campaign decided, sure, you can have this, but we're going to control the bunny. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, okay. And um, Chris and I would co- would communicate with each other on our computers using old AOL Instant Messenger. It no longer exists. That no longer exists. It recently went away completely. So he and I would communicate and decide things that Timmy was going to do. And Timmy ended up being a narcissistic nymphomaniac. And would... Um, yeah, I know. Okay, but it's a, it's a bunny? It was a bunny. Okay. But it would constantly be telling the character to do all these things that would would be like really really bad, and and was what would be really bad for him and would have all kinds of very bad consequences and it it was it it caused all kinds of very fun it was fun for us and we really enjoyed Timmy the Bunny. Um, it was many many hours of delight for. You know, because storytellers get a lot of our fun out of doing mean things to the character. Yeah. So, and and honestly, the players had a good time with Timmy the Bunny as well. So, yeah, Timmy the Bunny. Um, the next thing I want to talk about has a little bit of setup. So, 
One of the most fun things to do as a role-playing group is to make your own campaign setting. Oh, yeah. So what we did is... I don't think I've ever played a game where I didn't make my own setting. Oh, really? Well, no, that's not true, because you've played in in 5e. That wasn't your own setting. Well, whenever I... I guess I should say I've never run a game okay, where that's I didn't that's make fair. up my own setting. Um, we, we had this land called the Donald Lands, and we, we wrote the, the whole history. Um, there's a wiki somewhere that probably still exists. I should clarify, when I made up my own settings, I didn't make up the cities and stuff. Mm. I just made up all the characters. and. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we made up the whole thing. Fair enough. Um, so, you know, we had, we had this, this fake place. The way that it happened was my friend Stefan was about to leave to go to Japan. So... He was like, I'm just going to kill off my character in the dumbest way. His character was Donald, son of Donald. So before we the Donald lands didn't exist yet. And he made this character called Donald, son of Donald. Um, And the Sunken Citadel, I think, is what the campaign that we were doing. But Mm -hmm. he was like, "Okay, this is my last session playing. My character's got to go out in a really dumb way. So he had jumped in like a 30 foot pit to squash a rat. (laughs) To squash a rat. He was going to like dive bomb on it with his shield, but he missed so he just like crumpled up into this into this mass of metal. Um, and then, you know, whatever, the character died. So we decided, you know what? Let's make a what if scenario. What if Donald, son of Donald, meant something? What if the Donald was a title? And this was I just want to this is not this has nothing to do with recent political events. <laughs> I want to specify we were not thinking about Donald Trump. I mean, maybe we made some jokes here and there, but like. It you was know, way before any way recent political before things. any of this stuff. So, you know, he was like, OK, the Donald is a title that you get. If you are the Donald, you name your son Donald. But there's a campaign or the, there's a there's a contest every so often where noble families will send their eldest son to to be in the contest to become the new Donald. So there was like Todd the fifth was a character that we had. Um, and, you know, I don't remember everything that happened but you know there was a lot of just dumb stuff so i had a character named robbie the robot who looked like the robot from chrono trigger um kind of crossed with the robot from uh, i always want to say lost in space and it's not that it's um forbidden planet forbidden planet it's just this terrible stupid character it, it was a um do you, you have any characters that weren't terrible? Oh, well, a few. A few. Okay. What do they? What do they call those? The steam powered robots from three point five that were. God, I haven't played steam a lot. Forged. They were steam forged. Okay. Um, so you know, I was just like, I'm just gonna make this stupid character. I didn't write a backstory for it. I just, just wanted to a make dumb a dumb character. I was like, okay, I'm gonna base this. The entire character is. When he shoots magic missile, he's an orb wizard. His orb is in his chest and he channels it through his arms and punches magic oh missiles. That was the entire basis for this character. So it's just stupid, stupid character. He was a joke. He didn't know anything. When people would ask him questions, he was like, I don't know. I That's not in my character backstory. So he was just <laughs> like, that's not important. It doesn't matter. I'm a robot. Beep, beep. So I'm really great at, you know, like when I play World of Darkness games, I'm like obsessed with character background and character history, even with mm-hmm. my NPCs. But for some reason, when I turn around and play something like Dungeons Dragons or something else, yeah, I all of a sudden I just I have this like block, and I just can't. Tur- I can't do that. I just I'm like uh, it's just character sheet. Here's my character. Well, so my, my Starfinder character backstory. I mean, I've told you parts of it. It's I mean, it's uh, yeah, you know, it so, exists. I haven't read the book yet, but I feel like I'm going to have a lot of trouble like doing a character background because like I said, I've never, I I hope I don't have that problem, but Mm. I've never been able to translate my obsession with, with fluff over beyond like the, like past the world of darkness thing. Like, I don't know what my problem is there. Robbie's story kind of unfolded as the campaign went on. Right. Um, the, the DM was like, you know what? Your, your stupid character doesn't have a backstory. I'm going to force you to have a backstory. So uh, through various trials and tribulations, we found out that Robbie the robot was actually the son of Robert Palmer, as in oh the singer, you know, the, the real life earth right. singer of power station. Um, so he was Robert Palmer Jr. Oh my God. R- Robert Palmer was an artificer and in D and D an artificer is like a tinkerer. They, they build 
things. He had seen a vision of the future, but it was actually just part of Star Wars that leaked through some, you know, some D&D nonsense about how it got in his brain. He thought right. a war was coming. So he built something sort of in the image of what he saw. So like R2-D2, C3, you know, he did what he could. And then later in another campaign, I played as Robert Palmer. Of course you did. <laughs> you know, I honestly think my problem with it is because like in most of the World of Darkness stuff I've done is because I've created kind of this setting and so it's easier for me to come up with all these character backgrounds. Mm -hmm. But then in the other games I've played, I'm just making a character. Yeah, because you didn't make the backstory. You, you, you like you didn't say like, oh, the last contest was interrupted because the opium fields were on fire. The, yes, the opium fields, not whatever. <laughs> right. Whatever. However, you made it like stupid stuff like that. Or it wasn't like, all right, here's the entire history of the Donald Lands version of Hogwarts. Right, right. So the like, Bob Sapp Academy of Wizardry. Right. So like. Case in point, like the the online game I'm making or the online game that I'm running, I it like uh, the vampire game is set in. Um, oh, my God, I totally just blanked out. Um, What's well, like a fictionalized version of this? Uh, not this city, but. Well, the like the werewolf game is set in New York. OK, so should have been set in London. No, it's it's it'll sink in eventually, John D. No, it's it's are they uh, what are we talking teenage werewolf? Come on, nobody saw that one. Everybody knows about the other thing that I said. No, actually, it's it's set in it's set in um, Philadelphia. Well, that's not a joke. Philly. Oh no, the vampire game is set in Philadelphia because Philly cheese steak. Oh my god, Philly cheese steak. Oh Jesus! The, and the werewolf game is set in in, <laughs> in New York. Um, but anyway, so we came like, up with this. Are, whole, are, are we talking like around Wall Street or? Well, I mean, it's the I'm, different I'm, boroughs. I'm like making the different... movie jokes here, Johnny. Yeah, I know you are. Um, <laughs> like the Wolf of Wall Street. Anyway, so like me and the other storytellers like came up with this this background of, yeah. of what's going on in the city. Right. And if you've built the story, you so know we, what the yeah, story is. Yeah, we built is. this whole story. Yeah. So it's easier to come up with like when I was building the the werewolf, the werewolf setting on like, like what's going on in these these characters and like who's in charge of the city and what's been going on for all the whole history of Philadelphia. So it's easier to come up right. with these character backgrounds. Yeah. So I think it's why I'm so much more obsessed with character backgrounds in world of darkness than I am. Like when I just make a character for somebody else's campaign. Yeah. I mean, we honestly, there was a point where we considered trying to write down the entire concept of the Donald lands and <laughs> make a PDF, <laughs> like put it on drive through RPG yeah. or something. Cause like, it was just, it was ridiculous. There was, you know, the story was that the original, the first Donald had united all these lands and called them the Donald lands. The capital was called Donald ham that he was all stupid. All of the towns were just stupid. Donald, Donald ham, Donald fall. <laughs> it was all just, there was a, there was a sea. Um, right. There was an ocean. I can't remember what the ocean Philly was called. Philly steak, hold the cheese. Jeez, our... Come on, John. <laughs> and Wolf Manhattan. Oh, storm sea. It, it was a city that was built on a like nine mile long pier out into the ocean and was destroyed every like three years, but they kept rebuilding right, it. Right. And there was a magic school. Ha ha. Wolf Manhattan. Yeah. Wolf Manhattan. Um, it's, it's funny. Shut up. There was, there was a magic school. There's basically a Hogwarts, but it was the Bob Sapp arcane Academy. Bob Sapp being a, not very famous wrestler from yeah, a long time ago. I don't get that. Um, there was also a city called Adam Lee where all the wrestlers lived. Um, if you is that are, a, is that if a that's a wrestling time? joke, Okay. Uh, but we had we, there was a campaign that we played in that was at that academy, and I had a character that was a half giant, a Goliath in fourth edition is what they called them, named Thomas K K Kavinsky. I think Kavinsky. Was, I think is that another wrestling pun? No, it was just a stupid thing. Okay. So he's a freshman at this school, and what's the first thing that you do to impress people when you go to a new school? You um, got to either beat up the biggest guy there, okay. or cut down the biggest tree. So he had this Wait, huge sword. I don't know. He tree? had this huge sword. Like, think about like Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Big sword, bigger than him. Like, and this guy's already like okay. twelve foot tall because he's a half giant. So he takes this sword, spots this tree that's in the courtyard of the school, throws this. Oh my god! Throws the sword. Throws the sword. Okay. Nat twenty. Roll to confirm. Nat twenty. Slices just just slices the tree in two. Completely clean cut. In front of everybody. <laughs> it was the dumbest character. That sounds really stupid. But it was it was all 
you know, like hijinks that you would do in high school. They, they, they were pranking the other school, like classes, the houses. It was House Bullywug, which is a really gross frog thing. Okay. Like, so yeah, it was real, real dumb. So like the very first um, Dungeons and Dragons campaign I ever played in, um, I was really kind of shy about it because I kind of didn't know what I was doing. And I was I was 23. It was, you know, it's not like I was young and, yeah. and like it's not like I was 10 years old. And, mm. you know, I was 23, but I was the only girl. Yeah, because girls don't play role playing yeah, games. Yeah, girls don't play role playing games. And uh, girls don't know how to calculate Thacko score. What? Girls don't know how to calculate Thacko score. That's AD and D, right? Yeah. Okay. That's obviously a joke. Please don't tweet angry at me. Yeah, we're also joking about the girls not playing role playing games. But yes. I was the only girl. Um, I was invited by a guy I'd met in a bar. Okay. <laughs> no follow up questions. So that... <laughs> I ended up dating him for like a couple, several couple of years after this. Uh, but anyway, so I I had read about the different types of characters you could play and being a theater major and a singer at the time, I was like, Oh, cool. I'm going to play a bard. And nobody told me that bards suck. Yeah. I (laughs) I had to play a bard when we did, um, true dungeon because the good characters were taken. Yeah. 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 So I, I played a bard in, in my very first, um, D and D that my very first D and D character was a bard. Um, I named her after a book character that I liked because I'm not. Wait, what kind of bard was it? Was it an inspirational speaker bard? Was it a music player bard? A music player bard. You should have done with the inspirational speaking bard because well, those are funnier. Well. But I guess you, if you weren't thinking about like, how can I make this character stupid and funny? No, I was like trying to be serious mm-hmm. and, you know, impress this guy that I was kind of sort of starting to date. And so I played this, this, I don't even remember what, what race she was at this point. I think she was just human, um, which also kind of sucks. So um, she was just as she was a musical bard. And um, I think I named her Kilachandra after a, sure. Sure. After that's a book a, that's character a that I liked. Um, and she was short lived because I'm trying to remember if she's the character that stepped through a portal and nobody else in the party followed her. I believe that's how I lost her because... I didn't understand that if you're interested in this weird portal, that you should verify that the rest of your party is going to follow you through said portal. No, just step in. Yeah, I did. And the rest of the party was like, uh, we're not going through that portal because we don't know where it goes. Yeah, it's like if you're ever on a campaign and there's a dragon that has mind controlling abilities and one of the party members in your party says, hey, jump in this bag and uh, I can shrink down and crawl through this hole. You shouldn't do it because he's just going to feed you to the dragon. Yeah. I mean, not that I would not that I've ever had that happen. Well, and I so I learned very quickly that that character sucked. And my next (laughs) character, um, the very next character that they helped me make was a thief who also was short lived because she did exactly what thieves do. She stole an item that she was warned by a ghost not to steal. Well, don't ever listen to a ghost. Yeah, exactly. I didn't listen to the ghost. The item was cursed. And um, the mechanical the mechanical effects of the curse were that I could not get any experience points Mm -hmm. until I carried out the ghost's quest and the rest of my party would not go with me on the quest. Oh, cool. So the people that were playing the game with me sucked. So I did not continue to play that character either. So those were my first two experiences in Dungeons and Dragons ever, which is probably part of the reason not all of it, because I did have some fun experiences after that, mm. but that is part of the reason why I probably don't love Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I, I realize I didn't write this on the paper, but the first time that I played third edition. This was third edition. So I, I made this character. I don't remember. I remember zero information about the character. Mm-hmm. We all rolled up characters and um, set out to start adventuring. And we had a wizard in our party. So we're in this wagon. We're in it's an interior, like covered, enclosed wagon. Um Kobolds attacked us. Mm-hmm. Kobolds appeared out of the woods and attacked. And um the the two party members that were outside the wagon were like, Oh, there's kobolds out here. Ah, help. The wizard is inside the wagon. He decides that he wants to cast acid splash because he's heard that there are kobolds and he wants to attack them. So he casts acid splash. Here's the deal. 
he's inside the wagon that is an enclosed space. Oh, God. So the DM was like, okay, <laughs> you're casting acid splash. All right, um, let's let, let, just roll for damage real quick. Okay, and everyone inside the wagon is dead. <laughs> Crap. I was just like, are you kidding me right? I was a ranger, but I don't remember. I was just like, cool. Great. <laughs> Third edition sure is good. Because <laughs> I had played second edition, like a lot of second edition. Mm-hmm. And then this, they're like, oh, you want to play third edition? I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, this is real weird. AC scores are positive now. I don't understand how this works. Now, I remember I, I have had some, you know, fun experiences with the same gaming group that totally like screwed me over um, in my first like some of my first experiences like I remember this really really epic couple of sessions where we were trying to rescue some of our like captured party members from this like town that had been taken over I don't remember the, all the details but we we rescued our party members from like I, I if I recall it was some sort of gladiator style like arena or whatever so we're like fleeing this like entire like city and we end up, or it's a small town or whatever. So we end up at this door of these people, of this family or whatever. And I was one of the higher charisma characters in the party, but I was still fairly shy about the role play. So I didn't want to do the talking at the door. So our okay. lowest charisma character is the one <laughs> that does the talking when the people answer the door. And so, you died? Well, Everyone no. Died? No. But his exact words were, hi, can we hide here? <laughs> um, so of so course. what ends up happening? So what ends up happening is we kill the family. I believe we killed the family. Oh, boy. Um we end up if I I don't remember exactly how it happened, but we end up stealing the only the only person left alive in the house was their baby. We had some sort of like negative energy elemental in our party, and he decided to adopt the baby. Jeez. Oh, you know, I mean, I can't say anything. I've had players, uh, I've played with people that have decided to adopt NPCs. Yeah, like he, like for several like sessions, and I think until the game ended, like we had this baby in tow that that our like wizard, like, like I believe he was like neutral evil character was like taking this baby everywhere with him, and he was gonna like teach it evil oh, magic. Yeah, I've and... learned my lesson about not look, if you're gonna play, if you're not gonna play a character that is aligned as good, just play unaligned. Because there's just all kinds of issues that happen when you Yeah, I don't, I, he might have been, un, he might have been unaligned. I don't remember exactly If you play a neutral character or like an evil character, something is gonna happen to you and it's gonna not be good. Yeah, I, and I honestly, I don't remember exactly what his line it was, but I know he was some sort of like like Basically, he was like negative energy and he um, or some sort of energy type character. And all he was like was a robe. Like he had no like real oh. body or whatever. Uh, did he whoever played that just finished watching season eight of Stargate SG one? Um, I don't remember. But he was that, 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 that basically <laughs> spoilers. Kind of, that basically was the kind of Stargate like, spoilers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he had, we had this baby in tow. We ended up burning down the entire village. Um. And I don't remember all the details there, but that that was a very fun couple of game sessions that were completely and totally ridiculous. Um, and that was a lot of fun. But yeah, it all started with "Hi, can we hide here?" Great. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't want to keep. I'm, honestly, Johnny and I could sit here and keep doing this for we hours. Really could. We really but, could. But um, I just want to. There was a time that I made a character just for naming the character. <laughs> of course you did. You just want to name off some of your ridiculous names that you um, have I had here? Drano the Magnificent, <laughs> who was a wizard that his famous catchphrase was, all right, screw it. I guess the wizard's going into melee because we were fighting skeletons and everyone else had piercing weapons like swords and arrows. And those don't hit skeletons. And the wizard had a staff that does that can damage skeletons. Um, I had a William Shanks, Bill Billington, friends call him Shanks. Um, he died real fast. Uh, it was a, <laughs> an at sea campaign. We were going to this Island and Did we got drown. Everyone died. Oh, the, the ship got attacked by like a Kraken or something. And we all just did really poorly. Um, I played the star Wars D 20 game in college and I had a Jawa that, uh, was a Sith Lord. His name was, was Darth Utini. 
because uh, you know. Of course he I mean, like, just there's sometimes when I'm just like, you know what? I I just I have a dumb name, and I want to build a character around the dumb name. I've had dumb names, but like I, I like I played a well, Johnny William Shanks in quotes, and then Bill in quotes. That's the dumbest William one Shanks. You have Bill on this Billington. List. Friends call him Shanks. That's his full name. Every time he introduced himself, he was like, "Hey, I'm William Shanks." Bill Billington. Friends call me Shanks. Every single time. Every single time. Every single time. Yeah, that's that's. That's, that's dumb. That's like the dumbest name on here. Like if you had a character named level two rogue who was not who was neither level two nor a rogue. And was, in fact, a wall smith. Yeah, I, like, I, pl- I played a stripper in a hunter and a hunter game, okay. World of Darkness hunter game. And I can't say what her name was, but it sure. was real dumb. Yeah. Uh, well, I played a Call of Cthulhu game where we had a detective agency that I can't say the name of. I guess if you if you want to tweet at us, I'll tell you what the name Same of the here. Yeah, if you tweet at us, I'll tell you what her name I was. just I just, you know, we're um, family friendly. Or, yeah, we, or we claim to be. I don't know. Yeah. Ish. Well, let's talk about board games that are based on role playing games or, or at least play yeah. like role playing. games. Yeah. Now, this first one that you've got here, I'm, I know nothing about. So um, Vampire Prince in the City is um, God. It's, I haven't actually played. Well, I've looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always wanted this game. Um, Vampire Prince in the City is an older board game. This coffee is still a million degrees. Well, that means it's really good. Yeah. Um, so Vampire Prince in the City is a board game that came out, God, like a million years ago. Um, it's a vampire, the Requiem, I believe. 2006, I just looked it up. So no, it's not a million years old. Um, it's based on Vampire the Requiem, uh, World of, it's a, well, it's a World of Darkness game. I just yeah. totally brain farted. Um, well, thanks, Johnny. Uh, moving on. <laughs> don't make fun of me. Anyway, basically, it's 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 a board game where the prince is dead, and there you're trying to figure out what vampire is going to take up, take, you know, take over the city in the void that's left behind by the prince of the city being dead. So everybody, there's like a power struggle in the city. Wait a minute, Johnny. I know this game. I know this game. Are you talking about Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel Air? <laughs> no. Got I got one little bite, and my mom got scared and said, "You're you're moving." Anyway, Prince of it's the city. it's a three to five player game. Um, everybody represents a different clan in Vampire the Requiem, and it's got five ten sided die. So no surprise there, since it's it's a it's yeah, a ten D ten uh, game. It's got little miniatures in it. And I've always wanted the game. Um, maybe someday I'll actually get it. It's it's out of print. So the only way you're going to get it is if you happen to find it in a store that, you know, has a bunch of crap hoarded there. And nobody bought it. Or if you just, you know, if you grab it, like maybe somebody's like trying to get rid of it on BGG or something. Yeah, OK. But uh, I've always wanted it because of my pseudo obsession with World of Darkness stuff. So. Well, and and there's also some actually like Dungeons and Dragons board games that sort of play like fourth edition. There's the D and D Adventure System games, um, so mm-hmm. Legend of Dritzt, Castle Ravenloft, Wrath of a Shardalon, uh, Tomb of Horrors, <sighs> Assault of the Giants, something like that. Um, there's there's, a bunch there's several of them. of them, but there's also like them. Lords of Waterdeep, which is a worker placement game. Is that based on D and D? Yeah, Lords of Waterdeep. Like yeah, I honestly did not yeah. know that. Waterdeep is a city. I feel real dumb that I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Uh, there's also Dragonfire. And you just agreed with me. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, there's <laughs> Dragonfire, which is a deck building game based on the Shadowrun deck building game that came mm-hmm. out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. See, I knew that. Mm-hmm. So um, there's the Pathfire Pathfinder adventure card game. Yes. Which I own. I, I, I own and never have never played. played. <laughs> <laughs> I stood in line to buy it. The, like when the year that it came out at Gen Con, I was like, oh, I want that. That's real cool. And I stood in line and then I bought it. And have I was like, cool. Yours? No, I have opened mine, no. uh, but I have never actually played it. No, um, there's also some other dumb ones. Um, sorry, not, maybe not a dumb, but it, they're dumb. Uh, rock, paper, wizard. It's just rock, paper, scissors. But like you make other hand things like you're casting spells as a wizard. Um, well, there's, there's um, three dragon ante also, which is just poker. But I mean, dragons. there's also like actual cards to use, like when you're playing. Um, oh, yeah. The spell cards and stuff. 
Yeah, well, and there's cards to use if you're playing in, like, the Vampire, the Requiem mm. LARPs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you'd really call is that it, a game. Is there one that does this? I'm, I'm doing a thing. I'm doing, a, like, a, like, well, a, no, those like are just, I have to pee timeout for me. No, I mean, there are hand sing- signals to use when this, you're playing in the LARP. Like, I don't know what LARPs you've ever done, but is this the right hand signal for, like, hey, I'm I'm not in the oh, game God, right now? I don't remember. I've only played in one LARP ever. <laughs> this is what... This is what I feel like I should take a picture. No. no, but I mean, there are hand signals, but the, the cards would actually like if you have the cards um, and they're put out by the the oh God, what's the name of the official? Mm, I don't know. Um, the Camarilla. Oh, OK. Um, if, if you have the cards, they would replay. They replace the use of the hand signal symbol hand oh. signals. Who put them in charge? Um, well, they're you think like they're just the best clan because they said they're the best clan. It's not a clan, actually. Uh, the Camarilla used to be like one of the two in, in Vampire the Masquerade. It was like one of the two uh, organization or one of the organization organizations overall vampires or whatever. But um, the Camarilla is like, what's the name of the organization in Congress? No. <laughs> yes. What's the organization in over D&D like the big one that people can join when they're playing? Dungeons and Dragons, and you make a character, and you can. Oh play well, there's a like a bunch. There's like the Harpers. There's... What's the big one that people can like go to go to like Gen Con, and they're like, "I'm a member of this, and here's um, my character." I don't and... know. I'm not that much of a nerd. Anyway, um, but the Camarilla is like one of those big organizations that you could be a member of. But anyway, um, uh, that's the... totally off topic. Yes, there's also there's also several different. Games that play like role playing. Yeah, games. like role playing games in a box, like Mice and Mystics. Um, Some people claim that Legends of Andor is kind of ish like yeah, that. Yeah, sort of. I could see that. I mean, there's a campaign system in the game and, and things like that. Well, um, I mean, if you're going to talk campaign system, then you, you know, you well, could, Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven. Yeah. Things well, like that. A lot of those types of games, you know, often people call them like role playing games in a box. But Mice and Mystics really is. Mice and Mystics, yeah. I would say more than, more than some of the other games that people claim right mm-hmm. um uh no thank you evil would be yes i need to send back my playtesting information for no thank you evil isn't uh-huh. that already like out? yeah there's more coming oh cool 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 but anyway um no thank you evil would be definitely like a role-playing game in a box yeah no thank you evil it's more of a children's game it's right. like pokemon because you get a little companion monster that's also your inventory. So you can be like, I have this Pikachu that's also a backpack. Oh, that sounds cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, I keep meaning to look at it, but I just never have. But that's more of a that's more of an actual role playing game system. It's not just a board game that has role playing elements in it. Right. But I mean, it comes in a box, so whatever. But yeah, so does the D&D starter set. <laughs> OK, whatever. Um, but yeah, those are since, you know, since we're a board game podcast, you know, those, those are some board games that you could play that are kind of in the role playing, playing, I don't know. There's also a bazillion other ones. So if we didn't mention, yeah, I mean, it's not like those are the only ones. Those are just some of the ones that we, that we are aware of that there's a lot of them. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a ton of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you know of some that you like. Feel free to tweet the, tweet them at us or Facebook them to us or, you know, social media them at us or whatever. Yes. Um, if there's one that you like to play or one that you think we've forgotten and you think we should have had on the list. Or if you just have other things that you want to complain about. What's our recipe, Jondi? <laughs> so when you're playing role playing games, it's always great to have shareable foods. So like pizza. Yeah, I mean, pizza's one of okay. them, but... if you're playing board games, we've talked about this before. No pizza. Even though there's a pizza in our logo. Don't... But, but when you're playing role-playing <laughs> games, pizza is okay. Yeah, pizza's fine, because you're just going to mess up your dice and your role, your character sheet. I like to put my dice in my mouth. Wow, gross. <laughs> Nobody else touches my... Gross. Fact, I absolutely do not want anybody else touching my dice. I, gr- gross. <laughs> well, you don't put your own food... No, what's anyway. your... I don't... What's your recipe? Um, bacon cheddar ranch pinwheels. What does that mean? Well, you roll them up. I mean, I know up. what that means, but. Like. You roll them up and you were talking about role playing games. I don't get it. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, you do. Um, anyway, there, I use them because bacon and bacon is bacony goodness. 
So they're really, it's like got cream cheese and bacon and bacon because bacon. Fair enough. Because bacon. Mm hmm. Do you want to go first on this? Well, um, Kickstarters. Uh, I have no reason to wear a tie because I'm a girl and I don't wear ties. Um, you're allowed to wear, women are allowed to wear ties. They are, but I look stupid in ties. Okay. I have a big fat neck. But, um, Anyway, so there are these polyhedral dice ties, which I thought was nice and thematic since we're talking about role-playing games. Did I just hear music? No, yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, polyhedral dice ties is a Kickstarter that's happening and there's about three days left to go. And... Um, since we're talking about role-playing games, I thought it was nice and thematic because, you know, you roll dice and these have all the different uh, polyhedral dice. Mm. And um, it's got... Mm, not all of them. Well, a lot but, of them. Yeah. A lot of them. It does not have mm. my favorite die shape in it, I don't believe, mm. which is the D10. I actually don't see the D10 yeah, on these. Yeah, this is a D10. Really? I see a... Yeah. Is that the D10? Yeah, there? there's two D10s right, right, right front, right, in, right above that D12. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, they have several colors. Um, my interesting favorite color actually is there's a silver one. Yeah, with black I was just dye. looking at that one. I like the silver one with the black die, and I really like the blue one with the silver die on it. I don't like the rest of the colors, but um, the prices are actually really good for. Oh yeah, that's not bad for ties. Actually, that's really good. Yeah, for $30, you can get two die, or two die, two ties, which I think is a really great price. And there's only two colors I like anyway. So hmm. if my husband had a reason to wear ties, I would actually get this for him. But he never dresses up. So I have no reason to get these for him. But Jared dresses up probably once or twice a year. So I really think he should get these. Huh, yeah, maybe. Um, I think they're really good. And I know his I know his girlfriend actually really liked these when we were looking at them fairly recently. So... Yeah, cool. um, and she actually liked the same two colors I like. So well, I think that um, there's about three days left in this. So the link is attached to I got really, I got really confused. You did the math. I got that's what okay. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's not the number that I. OK, uh, but you, you did the math. I did the math. Okay. So, um, yeah, there's three days left in this. So the link is if you attached. listen, if you listen right when the episode goes live. Yes. Then there's three days left. Yes. Right now, there's a different number and there'll be yes. a different number after. Yeah, I just confused the crap out of Jared. I had to scroll back up and I was like, Johnny, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, no. There's three days. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, um, you should back this if you have any reason to dress up because these are, they're um, really nice and I believe they're silk. Mm, um, oh, that's cool. But they're really, they're really pretty. And if you have a reason to dress up and you like dice, then this is a win-win. And uh, one of the stretch goals. I don't know if you ever look at this. If the project reaches blah, 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 send out a survey, blah, 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 additional color, purple, gold, silver, and green are all possibilities, even though silver and green are already colors that he has. So, okay. Maybe it's a different color, silver? Maybe. So here's what I've got. Purple would be awesome. Um, here's what I've got. It's really close to 3,000 um, as we're looking at it, so... The guy that designed the Resistance, Avalon, and Abandoned Planet has a new game called Black Hole Council that is going to be another social deduction bluffing game. But this one is, it's sort of like, I don't know, a cross between the Resistance and um, the Cosmic Encounter movie. I mean, you know, obviously you you should, if you're interested in this, you should look at it yourself, but it seems like it's going to be, you know, I don't want to make weird statements here, but it might be a replacement for the resistance or secret Hitler or any of those other kind of secret role games that you play. Oh. If you like the theme of space and planets, I love space, but God, I'm so tired of hidden role games. Well, look, but he says in this write up, then this is your space jam. And you know how I feel about Space Jam. It's the number one sports related movie <laughs> of all time. Oh, it's a four to eight player party game for gamers that rewards cunning and manipulation as much as clever deduction and tactical card play. 
and there's some review videos that they've got here. Um, and I think they've got a link to the rules uh, PDF. So you should check it out. And I'll put a link thingy. Uh, the second game that I've got is called Thunder in the East, which John D will hate. I absolutely will hate. It's yeah. a war game and it's yeah. a mini game. It's like, it, well, it's not. They're, t- they're tiles, but it's, it's by a victory point game. So there's tons of chits. Ugh. It's a uh, World War II um like the the Eight russian to 12 hours per scenario <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah i mean that's like they're a selling point yeah it is uh, if you've ever played any of the frank chadwick war games here's the thing right this is the I, th- I feel like the people that listen to this podcast are not the right audience for me to talk about this kind of game with however it could be so it's a two player game. Yes, it does. It is eight to 12 hours per scenario, but it's not like you have to sit down and play the whole thing all at once. But once you have it all set up, you better have a mm. place where you can leave it. Yeah, maybe. Um, the rule book is available. It's posted. Um, here's basically here's what I want you to do. If you decide that you're like, all right, what the heck is this? And you go to look at the page, just scroll down. And when you get about halfway, halfway down the first section, It'll have a picture of what the pieces look like. If you look at that and go, what, what, what the heck is this? There's just a bunch of numbers on a square and there's an airplane. What? Then it's probably not the kind of game for you. But if you just look at the components and you're like, I immediately don't know what I'm looking at. There's over a thousand game pieces here and I don't know what any of them are. It, it is a war game with a bunch of chits. So if you're not into that, then you're not into that. But I'm getting this game. It looks amazing. It's a little pricey. It's 99 US dollars. But you know what? This is exactly the kind of game that I'm into in the right circumstances. This is not the kind of game I would put on a 10 by 10 because I know it would never get 10 plays. But maybe one of those like once or twice every every year or so. Right. Um, I'm not even sure you'd get once a year. Not with you. With anybody, you couldn't even get somebody to play Formula Day with you. Okay, so the the reason that that happened is we had people lined up to play that. We no, just we never devoted any time. Oh yeah, there were people that were like, "I'd play, I'd play in that." We just never actually devoted the time to play it. Fair enough. Well, I'll put a link to uh, both of the Kickstarters and the Recipe. In the episode notes on our website, I have no idea where they go on iTunes or Google Play or um, some of the other weird apps that you guys use to listen to the podcast that I've never heard of. Like one of the I was looking at the the usage statistics and it said FM Tuner, which I have to assume is a podcast app and not that someone was listening to this on a radio. <laughs> on the radio. Right. I have to assume. Um, but when I tried to Google it, it was like, here's radios. And I was like, yeah, I know what an FM Tuner is. I don't know what the app FM tuner is, which I guess I guess I could go FM tuner app for iPhone. OK, nope, that doesn't help me at all. That's just also how to listen to the radio on your phone. OK, well, if you listen to this on a dumb app, that's cool. If you listen to us on iTunes or Google Play, you know, give us all the stars, leave a review. Um, you know, it helps. Even a little bit, every little bit helps, as they say, tell all your friends, tell all your family. Even if they don't listen to our podcast normally, I think this episode might be an interesting one for them to listen to just because it's dumb role playing stories. Right. Even if you don't play role playing games, we told yeah. real dumb stories and um, Jared and I both sounded real dumb. Yeah. So he didn't even have to try real hard to make me sound dumb. <laughs> Why don't we, I have to try? <laughs> I think you even managed to sound dumb. In this oh, one. probably. So. Well, you know, so Darth Utini's entire thing, his, so he was on Tatooine, obviously, right? So he enslaved all of the sand people, the Tuscans, and had them turn all of the sand crawlers into scrap and rebuild them for him as a space crawler. It was a space-worthy vehicle, and that was all fine and good. The DM intervened when I decided to blow up Alderaan early, at which, at which point he let the other players murder me in my sleep. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, that's all I that's all the dumb stories I've got. It's not 
I have a lot more dumb stories I could tell. You are but, a Rolodex of dumb stories. Yeah. Well, I've played a lot of really dumb characters. It doesn't. You're a Rolodex of dumb stories, even outside of role playing. Uh, I didn't even talk about Strawberry Glitter Blade. Uh, no, and I saw that on the list. Yeah, I deleted so. it. He was a he was a little little goblin. No, he I was didn't talk about a Uthic. gnome. I didn't you talk didn't. about Uthic. That's true. I didn't really talk about Nebiz, a kobold that we captured. I mean, Uthic was a goblin that humped my shoes. That's true. Well, so, I mean, I don't know. That's you. You told me. That's I told what, you that. Yeah. So. Well, Nebiz is the name of a real cat that was named after the character, <laughs> the goblin that we captured. Yeah. So, yeah, we have. I'm sorry, Cobalt. It was a Cobalt. Um, but we're not going to tell any more stories um, because we're done and I have to go to work. So until next time, John D. You, you can eat okay. shit and dice. Okay. I was. I was okay. Oh, well, until next fine. time. <laughs> until it's, next time. It's, it's fine. Okay. Until next time. Bye. Eat Shit and Dice is an independent production of Swin Media and is distributed under a Creative Commons license. Attribution, non-commercial, share alike, 4.0, international. That was dumb. It wasn't the dumbest episode we've ever done. That's coming up soon. Oh, God, yeah. That episode's going to be epic. It's going to be really great.